The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Once again, the Hoop Bros. It's a slam dunk. Uh, I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy, and I've got March Madness. It's clinical. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy, and I'm taking it to the hole. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. I think I'm just coming down with a touch of basketball fever. You have to say your name. Griffin McElroy, I have basketball fever. <laughs> Griffin, Griffin like McElroy, basketball fever, man. It sounds more like a confession than AA than anything. <laughs> so we are the Hoop Bros. It's March Madness, and that means only one thing. There's the just layup central. I hear the Blue Devils got a stern talking to by the Tar Heels last night in terms of basketball points. Ooh. Who is Duncan more sweet on which one? Uh, Willis went uh, balls to face on Reginald. <laughs> In the dunk and in dunk mode, wow! Just full on, full on dunking uh-huh. right on him. It was a nasty. He jumped from the half court and he stretched his arms and legs out, and all the monsters grabbed onto his legs. But he, still, he stretched his arm all You're the way out. You're drifting into space jam. Space jam again. What is we it? Talked to, we talked about it and how we're not going to let you on hoop bros anymore if you keep talking about space jam. But that this wasn't this wasn't a work of Looney Tunes fiction. This was well, Looney Tunes fact. It's Looney Tunes fact. Travis, uh, how in your let's take it to Trav's corner. This is our mm-hmm. weekly segment where Trav gets pretty deep into basketball b-ball strategy. What up, Trav? How important is it to get more points in the other team? You know, I, I've been doing a lot of number crunching. Um, and my statistics look like it's real important. Travis, now can you tell me what's a good score to have and get? Uh, I don't know, like 12? 12 like is... 13? Now we have like 13 points? I don't mean to... I, I know that you are a resident math magician, but it seems like there are a lot of numbers higher than that. Yeah, but that's <laughs> that's like just an improbability that someone would score higher than 30. Do you know how hard you have to be working to score more than 13 points? Uh, maybe maybe Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain could do it, but that's it. <laughs> no. Pretty sure he scored a hundo in one game. So. What? Got like a hundred points in one game, and then he immediately died. Yeah, Travis, like his heart exploded. Uh, now, Travis, uh, points in basketball are awarded by judges. How can you really wow them to make sure they're assigning you a lot? It's all about the flair, Justin. It's all about your your spin and twirl as you do it. You can't just put the ball into the hole. You have mm-hmm. to, like, spin around when you do it. Maybe stick out your tongue. Just a little bit of flair to make you stand out. You, If you can, it's, it is, the, the new rule in the NBA um, is that if you yell your catchphrase mid-dunk, you get bonus points for that. And maybe so, something like, you just yell, like, Dunkin' Donuts! Or something like, like drain it, it. Yep. And then you drain, drain it them. 
draining. Is that good? People Dra- like that. People like draining them. That's uh, that's Cobra, Kobe's. Yeah. Kobe says, does Kobe say draining them, or is he like? He doesn't have to now because then... it's it's become so much a part of his repertoire that people say it oh, for like him. everybody else yells it. Yeah, the other four guys on the team just sing it out like a chorus. <laughs> it's beautiful, actually. <laughs> it's haunting. It's, it's it's actually really touching. It's actually pretty lovely. That that sounds actually really nice. But to be fair, oh, he's sorry played... guys, that's the buzzer. That does it for the hoop bros oh. for this week. Uh, don't want to get a technical foul. Got to pass the show over to my brother. My brother and me. We'll see you. Next week. Oh, that was a good bit. So, hey, <laughs> that was a real solid goof we just did for I'm a long time. I'm committing us, actually, to doing it every week in March. All right. Oh, you want to do Hoop Bros from now on? <laughs> Hoop Bros from now on, every week in March is Hoop Bros week. Um, this is My Brother, My Brother, and Me, actually. It's not really – well, the other show was a sports show that we do. This is the other dead. side of the coin. Is it a flip side of that coin. Uh, it's my brother, my brother, me, an advice show for the modern era. We've already introduced ourselves, so I feel like we should get right into the advice. I feel like Just, it's like a bizarre world, and Hoop Bros is the polar exact opposite of what our show really is. Mm-hmm. Except for the fact that all, pretty much all the insight it espouses is useless. <laughs> yeah, except for that. Uh, except for it's complete, just sort of useless. Somewhere in an alternate universe, there there is three McElroy brothers that like are just so on point with sports. Mm-hmm. There might They're be so in this universe. About... They just don't have a podcast on in our inside our podcast. It's, it's uncouth. Um, hey, about two months ago, I moved into a new apartment. Great spot, love it. But a few weeks ago, someone moved into the apartment above me. He's loud and obnoxious, stomps around whenever he walks, and. On an almost daily basis, has loud, drunken conversations with his friends really late at night, often until 2 or 3 in the morning. I have to live here for the rest of the year, and he'll be here for at least as long. What is the etiquette in this situation? Should I march up there and tell him to keep it down? Should I leave a note in his mailbox? Or should I just leave it alone and get used to it? Can't sleep in San Francisco. Um, you gotta, you do know that there is... A body, an agency that will just take care of this for you. Really? What do you call them, Griffin? I call them the police. And Griffin, sh- stop snitching. I we listen, talked about this. There snitches are, get stitches, Griffin. There, there are a number of horrible crimes that you can do in this world, and snitching is high up on them. Uh-huh. But keeping me up at two in the morning after I just drank a bottle of red wine because I watched a really sad episode of The Bachelor. Guess what? That's the highest crime in the land. But here's the thing. Here's the problem with this, and people have dealt with this for for ages, for eons, and that is once you call the police, now you're that dude, like, and you have to keep living in that same apartment. Do you think the that the guys. police, when the police roll up and they're like, hey, Roger down in 403 just called us up. What no, a they say, bitch. like, you got complaints from your neighbors. But, like... But Clearly, they don't have to the know which. It's the guy below him. They don't have to know which neighbors you they have. Them. You have plausible deniability. What if it's the guy above them? You don't know it's the guy below him. Mm-hmm. Could be anybody. Could be the guy adjacent. Why would you assume people below you are calling the cops? I I rarely even think about people below me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as even existing in now, the world. I live in a duplex, so if yeah. I get called up. The fucking jig is up. <laughs> He's like, fucking Roger, I'll, you I'll bitch. Walk, I'll walk next door and be like, hey, Carl, what gives? <laughs> is this you or Rosario? Who who fucked me? 
Thought we were going to stop snitching. Thought we had agreed upon that, but I guess that's not our policy now. Whatever you do, do not leave him a note in the mailbox. It's, uh, it gives me chills. Pardon? That gives me chills. Don't do that ever. Uh, Tape a note to their car. Excuse hey, me. Hey, excuse me. Um, sorry to have a good day. Smile. <laughs> I'm just, uh, ow, three o'clock's pretty late to be chatting with your bros, don't you think? If you could just keep it down. We, uh, we used to get notes from the woman who lived in, in an apartment building Sydney and I used to live in, and, uh, she would, she was also an insane person Mm. who was living in the building at a discounted rate because she would take care of odd jobs, sort of like a, a dumb superintendent, a less than (laughs) super superintendent, if you will. And, and, uh, I remember in one of her classic notes, she left it taped to our door in the sort of insane person scrawl with like backwards R's and whatnot. (laughs) It just said, I will take your Christmas tree for you. This, well, was in, this was in January. Well, I, I will take your Christmas tree away for you. What? <laughs> what? What do you want? There was no instruction on how the handoff would happen <laughs> if she was just going to break in the back door. What? She I'm would building do with a Christmas it. tree friend, and I need yours. I'm so hungry, hungry for trees. <laughs> I'm making pine soup. <laughs> Please give me your trees. Was she affronted by the fact that it was after Christmas and that you you still had your tree up? Is that what the situation There's was? There's no way she could have seen. I mean, I guess it was in the window, so maybe she did see. Mm. But it was like January 4. I mean, it was nothing. Yeah. Guys, it is, it is what is it now, March 3? Mm-hmm. Take them down. And mm. there are, like, my neighbors still have Christmas lights up, like, on their house. Now, do you, do you think that's confusing because it's, like, Austin and there is no change of seasons? Uh, so they're th- just like waiting for Easter? Then we're waiting for the next big holiday, I guess? I think it might be more that it's Austin, and so people are kind of zany. And people yeah, are right. like, yeah, this, this, this is my only it's source. trying of, to keep Austin weird. It's my only source of lighting now. Guys, I I love anti-mame as much as the next dude. You got, and I love, I love free spirits. You're taking, every time you use up Christmas magic in February or March, uh-huh. that's Christmas magic that we will not have come December. Yeah. It's not a renewable resource. No. It's not. The government has some reserves, but we can't They're have only going to release that on a year without a Christmas. This is why I'm such a strong, <laughs> I'm such a strong proponent of uh, drilling in Alaska for more Christmas juice. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. It's and they're a, like, it's going to harm the wildlife. And I'm like, fuck the wildlife. I need my eggnog. Yeah, ironically, it will kill many, many reindeer to do so. Yes. But. <laughs> Highly toxic to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but but I think I think it's worth it. Did you guys see, I think it was last month, there was a, a big Christmas spill uh, in the ocean. Oh, my God. No, yeah. And no. there were just like, there were just birds washed up on the shore, just covered in tinsel. Was it, was it a Hallmark rig? Yeah. Yeah, so sad. The SS Hallmark. They're so wildly irresponsible with their Christmas sauce. <laughs> the 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 boats are so old. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Is they've been using them since I don't know since Dudley Moore found Santa again. I forget when that was. <laughs> it was a long time ago though. Guys, how about a Yahoo answer? Yes, yes please. please. That was creepy. Um, this one was sent in by Graham Wetterburn. Thank you, Graham. It's by Yahoo. Your name, Graham. Yeah, it's by Yahoo Answers user Raj, who asks, "Why does Dilbert's tie curve up?" <laughs> Scott Adams said in an interview with GroundReport.com, "No one really knows, including me. 
Dilbert started as a doodle before I knew he would be famous. I don't remember what I was thinking the day I decided to curl his tie up. WikiAnswers search tells me, A, it's a metaphor for his inability to control his environment. B, he's just glad to see you. But IMO, a mini hurricane surrounds him and keeps flapping his tie, smile face. To all Dilbert fans, what do you think? <laughs> oh, God. Who thinks about Dilbert this much? Apparently not even Scott Adams can be troubled to figure out why his yeah. dumb tie is standing up. Man, yeah, when you ask... Too, this... busy, too busy hating women. Yeah. <laughs> when you That's ask the sexist creator of Dilbert, like, hey, what's the deal with the tie? He's like, fuck it, I don't know. Stop pursuing that line of questioning. Yeah. Why is his tie sticking up? Because she didn't cook it long enough. <laughs> <laughs> In the kitchen. <laughs> I'm Scott Adam. Oh, shit. Why is his tie sticking up? Why are you not having kids? Get out of my face. Um, Scott Adams. Hold on. I really think this Scott Adams character is going somewhere. Okay. Why don't you workshop it and come back? <laughs> Justin's going to go workshop his Scott Adams character for Travis a Travis and I minutes. are going to goof on the, on the original cue. But Justin's going to go off and <laughs> I will just, be Scott Adams. You guys go forward and I will dip back in in a little bit with some more Scott Adams. And let me give you a setup. It's Scott Adams in a pet shop that's run by a woman. Okay, so. <laughs> good, good, good. Okay. Um, this is, I also like uh, the person who, the, whoever said number two, he's just happy to see you. Mm -hmm. Dilbert's just got himself a tie bone there. Nothing yeah. weird. No, that Nothing happens all the time. Mm -hmm. He's got a tie erection. He, I think it's suggesting that um, Dilbert is so bound to his job that it's his tie has literally become part of his body. And when blood flow increases to the tie, it forms a fully erect phallus. And he has a really curvy wiener. Yeah. Well, that's just the thing. like it's, a hook, like a fish hook wiener. It's just a, it's just a half chub. If it was a full oh. chub, his, his tie would be sticking straight out from his <laughs> neck. Out from his neck. Why are these... Why are these poodles so expensive? Must okay. be your time of the month. Uh, well, <laughs> oh, there he is. Hey, Scott Adams, ladies and gentlemen. You're closer. Hey, what's next? <laughs> what's our next scenario? <laughs> uh, Scott Adams is an astronaut going to the moon with uh, a female astronaut. Okay, I'll take you a bit. This is the kind of question, right, that somebody doesn't just, like, ask. Like, that they, they Well, they did thought. ask it. No, but I'm saying, like, this This isn't like, oh, it just popped in my head. What's up with Dilbert's side? Like, they've stared at Dilbert this, this is, like, I, every Sunday. Here's a few excerpts from my uh, my thesis, my master's thesis. <laughs> What's the deal with Dilbert? I mean, there are a couple of answers from people who say, uh, uh, Adams has also hinted that the tie may just be displaying an aversion to him. We may tr never truly know why Dil Dilbert's tie does what it does. Dilbert's tie doesn't do shit. It's not a real thing. A dude draws it, and he doesn't know why he does it that way. Like, there's oh, no hold on. deeper I just, truth. I just heard Justin inhale sharply, which makes me think he's ready to give oh. us his Scott Adams goes to the moon goof. Why are you even coming, Angela? The moon's made of green cheese, not malls. <laughs> I feel like you're, Scott Adams. your first opus was a little stronger. Yeah. He's also starting to mutate a little bit into the Wolfman. Okay, <laughs> can, I, can, I have, can I have one more? Oh, God. I need to redeem myself. Scott Adams is getting married. Okay, got it. Uh, Yahoo Answers user question mark responded, To me, I think that Dilbert's tie curves up to give him some individuality. He works at one of those uh, office setting where he is really just another number and paycheck. Nobody's special. He can be replaced at any time oh, and no. nobody would notice. I think the curve of his tie makes him stand out, even though nobody really comments on it. Hey, I think you're projecting a little bit, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe just a touch. 
And maybe Dilbert's there and Angela in accounting just doesn't want to talk to him, even though he's a super nice guy. And he offered to make her dinner. And that's why his, his tie curves up. It's hard, man. He just gets repressed by his triangular boss. <laughs> and his dog talks, which his, is pretty cool. His dog talks and his cat is like an evil scientist. I haven't read it in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. But there's an intern or something, and they're real. Do you remember we used to have that uh, Dilbert screensaver and, and yeah, yeah, and the Dilbert uh, games? Dilbert desktop games. Man, when I was nine, that was a jam. Yeah, we played some real dumb shit. Hey, Justin, you got that goof ready for us? <laughs> for all that you are, and all that you will be, and all that we will be together, mm. I do. Want you to get in the kitchen and make me some hamburger <laughs> helper. <laughs> Scott Adams. <laughs> shit. Oh, is this is this, is this the first libel we've ever done? No. Nah. It's, nah, it's, a, it's definitely libel, but it's Scott Adams is listening to this right now thinking, how did I get on that podcast? It's probable. <laughs> I don't remember doing this. Must have been another misogyny bender. <laughs> another another lost weekend. Another weekend lost to hating women and myself. <laughs> and loving and loving television. And loving making subpar comics. I'm going to cut out that last bit. That's too mean, Justin. Okay. What? Dilbert is not subpar. Thanks, thanks for thanks, for Griffin. You complete me. Hey, I have a problem with people taking me seriously, and it has a lot to do with how I look. But I have a baby face. You got baby, face? <laughs> baby face. I can't not say baby face like like the way we sound. Um, I have a baby face. I typically get carded for R-rated movies at at the hospital I work at. Clients always call me kiddo. Oh no, <laughs> buddy, oh, or something no. like that. Sport tiger. Yeah. Uh, they also tend to question my. Uh, I almost said existence. That's not what he <laughs> says. They tend to question. But they're not that old. They tend to question my experience, even though I have been at my job for eight years. I've tried growing a beard, but it comes in very patchy. Oh. Any suggestions? That's from Darling Doctor. Well, I know the the obvious answer. What's that, Travis? You need a sweet ass scar across one eye. Yeah, cut yourself. On the yeah, face. you're so, gonna need a wicked like, I you know something like I got this in like the jungles of the Congo kind of scar, mm-hmm. something brutal. Yeah, so you can go with that. And you're a doctor, so you got a steady hand. Go to town. You can also with some baby powder in the hair and a stipple brush make a pretty convincing aging makeup. You look at <laughs> take a Benjamin Button for example. Mm-hmm. He was not really an old man. Um, what? Yeah, I, I know. Uh, so if you can get some of that, some of the, whatever they were doing, do you, I do not understand it. But whatever I, they were doing, there, there's a way to make yourself look older. So it sounds like you're you're saying the answer, as to many problems, the answer is movie magic. Just movie magic. Just stipple right? it a little bit. Do you stipple, darling doctor? Do you stipple? Have you tried stippling? Did you maybe, even consider trying stippling? Maybe like different grades of of stipple brush. Mm. Hey, I'd, here's a free here's a freebie by the way, guys. Don't pay three dollars for a stipple brush. Get an air conditioning filter and cut mm-hmm. it into cubes. Yeah, silly bitch. God damn it. <laughs> All your money on fuckers. stipple brushes I down see, the drain. I see people fucking just going bankrupt buying stipple yeah. brushes and foam and then wedges. They're just standing by the side of the road. And yeah, their fake beard looks great, but their signs like I stipple myself out of a job. You don't you need know? to go buy a box of foam wedges. I'll just buy a Tempur-Pedic mattress and cut it up. 
and then use mm -hmm. the you can get like ten thousand wedges out of one mattress. Lifetime supply. Lifetime mm -hmm. of it, basically. Um, so aging makeup, mm. movie magic. There's two. Scar. That's three. Man, mm -hmm. I feel like we're being super helpful today. Well, you could just start using words like 23 skidoo and calling other people kiddo. Maybe walk with a cane. Wait a minute. A cane is good. Mm. I like that. But they might oh, think you, you could have go scoliosis. house. No, you could go full on house. Yeah. No one calls house. Dr. House kiddo. No, they don't. They're too afraid of his of his his mean ways. His You're going to have to go full on house. You got to go just like House did it. I bet that's like doctors are just like sick of that comparison. Like people like rolling up to the hospital and be like, so which one of you guys is like the house of the department? And I got it. No one's house. It's not a real thing. It's not a real thing. If you did that for like a day, you'd get fired forever. Because the one thing. <laughs> he just takes pills all the time. There's, if there's one thing hospitals love more than a guy who cracks them all, it's a guy who doesn't get sued into oblivion every other week. <laughs> can you put, um, can you put phone books on your feet? Don't walk around. Nope. Okay, well, that well, might then, look. Then they call you old elephant foot. That might look kind of ridiculous. Can Tra you get a long trench coat and sit on a short person's can, shoulders? Can you get another young-looking doctor and you guys team up? Oh my god! Because then you would be tall as two short doctors, but you would also like have the brain of two doctors. Like you would be <sighs> the smart. They'd be whispering up to you like. Check his blood and bones. Oh, yeah. and you can like, say, like, I need to consult course. a surgeon. And you just, like, duck your head inside your jacket. And you <laughs> poke your head back up, like... and you say, don't worry, my dick is a surgeon. <laughs> you, you or so I've been told. <sighs> Gross. Oh. And now he's ready to operate is the rest of that. Yeah, sentence. that's the, 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 the cherry on top of that fucking yucky Sunday. It, it sounds like you're setting up, like... It, you need to start doing some experiments with like chemicals and stuff, and you're gonna get yourself into a big situation. And you're like, I want to be big. Is that how big I... happened? No, big <laughs> wasn't chemical based. Okay, but I'm I'm taking I'm taking the non. It was nuclear uh, nuclear radiation. Zartan. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, you're, Zartan is real. You're talking about a real life. Chemicals are real. That's that's good. Chemicals Travis. are real. You just mm -hmm. and maybe it's a movie starring Timothy Daly. I could mm -hmm. see him in it. Okay. And, he, and he mixes up the chemicals and it makes him look older. See, I see this as a book that Travis has written and it's called Chemicals Are Real, Science by <laughs> Travis McElroy. <laughs> it's almost as good as his book about basketball. All you want to know about science, but we're too afraid to ask because it's fucking stupid. Chemicals <laughs> are real. Uh, I feel like we've given you some so, really good... Hope. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you've got enough... I don't know why you're still bothering us because I feel like we... We, we really... gave you some action items, some take-homes. Oh, you guys want another? You want another Yahoo? Yeah, give me somebody else to help. I already helped that guy. Yeah. Hmm. This one was sent in by Eric Lydon. Thank you, Eric. It's by Yahoo Answers user Sarah Sparks, who asks, "Why did most of my friends turn into whores when we got into middle school?" Oh no. <laughs> oh golly. That's it. That's Is it? that the whole question? Oh okay. no. Um, I know. Uh, Listen. Really? When you when you hit 11 it is just you just go full bore now you don't have is a choice it, in the matter you just go full bore is it 11 really yeah. 11's the new That's 17 like the saddest thing mm. 11's the new 15 like like 
just like 15 year olds in our age 11 year olds just ramp it ramp it up they ramp it off of a cliff into into sex sexually irresponsible canyon this see this is one area where i agree with rick santorum mm. let's lock our preteen girls in cages mm-hmm. yeah well let's are your own not other people's no no don't come into my house and lock my family in cages that's my daughter and i will lock her in a cage to preserve her kids grow up too fast but you can stunt that if you have them in a cage in which they and have you can to also remain shape that because if you put them in like a round cage, they're going to grow round. It's really awesome. That's, Travis, it's not like foot binding. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, it is. Like, you know, like you grow like a cucumber you, in a bottle and you get a bottle. Yeah, you put cucumber. a kitten in a mason jar. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Don't feel do you. That. That's stupid, but I feel you. What you got to do is you got to black out. You got to sopa their, like, Wikipedia. Because that's, that's how you learn, like, what a boner is now. Through is that Wikipedia? how kids are learning about it? When you're, when you're nine and you get your first boner, your, the boner fairy visits you. You know what you okay. do? You, you hop on Wikipedia, and you look up a Wikipedia entry that somebody else wrote. Whoa, whoa, whoa. People are getting boners at nine? Dude, I, how are you this ignorant about this to- no, topic? No, you're saying nine? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> according to Wikipedia, boner is a slang term for an erection of the penis or a Zamboni ice resurfacing vehicle operator. <laughs> what is going on or, down there? Or a, a jazz trombonist. <laughs> yes, that's one of them. Uh, or a blunder, which is really funny, and I wish we said that more often. But uh, <sighs> yeah. I'm saying, if you don't lock your daughter up before she learns all this stuff, then you've made a terrible boner. Yes, <laughs> she'll start dating a boner, or worse, a boner. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, you'll 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 live to regret it. Get it? Lock them in a cage. Mm-hmm. Before they make a boner boner. Yeah. And then at 18, you release them into the world. Mm-hmm. Just completely uneducated. And then they're just so happy and blissfully ignorant. Yeah, they don't need to know about all this stuff that we know about. God, do you think... Oh, I wish I could go back to the day before I knew how everything worked down there. Yeah. Yeah. It was. There was a lot more mystery and a lot more... I just shame. thought it was movie magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like me, myself, and Irene. Um, <laughs> here's a little factoid for you guys. Did you know Is this a that boner factoid? It is. Did you know that there was an American comic strip about uh, a guy in an ark full of animals written by Mort Walker, creator of Beetle Bailey, uh, and the name of that strip was Boner's Ark. <laughs> it stopped running in 2000. I can't imagine why. <laughs> What could have undone this you know, hilarious? Ironically, that is why Dilbert's tie uh, curves because of his boner's arc. <laughs> God. Stupid, dumb show. Can we just say that boners are a high schoolers' game? That's when you should start meddling. In middle school, yeah. you should be more worried about being absolutely and completely ostracized. Can we also agree that by the end of college, you should have had all the boners you're ever going you're to done. have? You're done. You've punched your boner card. You get one yeah, more free boner, but then that's it. And that's for your wedding night. Mm-hmm. It's like that uh, It's like that Eddie Murphy movie, A Thousand Words, mm-hmm. before, uh, he, where he only has that many till he dies. It's like that f- movie Brewster's Millions. <laughs> where he has, <laughs> and he has a million boners. boners, and if he doesn't have them all in one day, then he'll never have another boner again. 
Yeah. Also, the that... boners belong to an old man before him. He's borrowing them. <laughs> he bequeathed his boners. It's like that movie on borrowed boners. It, it's a good thing they didn't cast a feeler in in that flick, or it would have been a short film. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because um, mm-hmm. that's something you could say to make people think you're older. <laughs> Also, I've used all my boners up. Should work pretty well too. Uh, my doctor, natural boners, my God-given I've used all boners. My natural boners. Do you have any pills for that? I don't want to have another one or I'll die. This is basically what I'm saying to you. So I'm so. Scared. I only have so much blood, and I need to use it in my essentials. <laughs> hey, how do I handle the immediate uh, derision I get? The well. F you snob decision derision I get when people find out I don't own a TV. Hey, I love TV. I watch TV on my laptop, which often means I see new episodes before they air on real TV. So I'm beating them at TV. I shamelessly invite myself over to friends' houses to watch things, and I will never ever give up my love for admittedly crappy TV medical dramas. Is it possible? Is it permissible to yell? F you. There's, I'm going to go watch House. There's so a much lot of swearing. So much, so swearing. much swearing. F you. I'm going to go watch House now at these people and storm off. Is there any way to defend myself as a normal member of society who loves pop culture and just happens to consume it over Wi-Fi rather than cable? And that is from, I kid you not, the future Mrs. Gregory House. You are riding on the vanguard of the new television movement. All those other people, they're the old guard. You don't have to worry about them anymore because they're going to die soon like like the like the dinosaurs. You the are dinosaurs. in the fast lane of the information superhighway mm-hmm. and they're over in the far right lane with their blinker on for like 3 miles. Mm-hmm. What do you why are you even worried about the judgment of these dinosaurs? Mm. They're extinct. They're turning into coal and diamonds all around you, which will then go to power your internet. Your coal-powered yep. internet. Coal-fired internet. The way Grandpa used to make it. Um, <laughs> the You know, I... I, I do ahead. not like people who don't have TVs. Now, now stick with me. No, I don't have anything. Okay. But I, I do want to say that everybody should have a TV. I have, like, four, so if you want one, I'll just give you one of mine. But you do need a TV... I, How else can you get emergency broadcast messages? I, I have three TVs in my living room right now. Jesus Christ. One 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 for cable, one's hooked up to my my video game system, and one's just sitting under a table. It's just there in case one of the other ones stops working. Mm. I haven't had cable in a long, long, long time, but I have a TV. Um, is that weird? No, because no, you need it for video games. I need it for video games. So you're just saying it's, it's less to you about... It being a facilitator for TV watching. You just want people to have a TV. Yeah. Yeah. Just have I, trust, a TV. I trust someone more if they have a TV. Why do you think you're so cool? TVs are cheap and they're great. Just get one. I, I know that we're going completely against it, this person. I disagree. Well, I disagree But I kind of feel two. the same way. Like when someone tells me like, oh, I don't own a TV. I said, they go, why not? You, you like, just get one. Um, but I can do all the thing I, things I do on my TV on my on my computers no but you can't here's one thing that i'm going to hit you with okay no one's ever said like let's have a communal experience it's christmas eve let's all watch it's a wonderful life 
please gather around my 13-inch MacBook Air screen. No. This is going to be very cozy. uh, Flip side of that, nobody's ever said, I want to watch the latest episode in The Bachelor. Let's pick up my TV and put it in the bed with us. And we'll just lie. That's why you have both. Yeah, right. Nobody's like, hey, I'm throwing a big party at my house. We're all going to watch the Oscars on my computer. You are setting yourself up to be a lonely heart. Because you can't have someone over to watch house with you. I want you to live a life that is full of love Hmm. and companionship. And you can't do that when you're squinting at your MacBook. Here's what you need. You need to get yourself that S-video cable and just, like, connect your laptop to a TV. But they don't have a TV. They need to get the TV, too. So you need to get the S-video cable and the TV. This is the most streamlined advice we've ever given anyone. Just 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 go buy a TV. If you so buy a TV, here's how you then you deal with it. You get one. Just if you have one, then you or you know what? Just tell people you have one. <laughs> yeah. It's like Unless yeah. Spot checking the neighborhood. Right. TVs. Yeah, I love them. I can't get enough. Because if <laughs> like, if you can't say that to people, then you really are. You don't have a TV because of because you like how that sounds. You don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Oh, that guy can fuck clean off. I don't care about him. <laughs> If I'm you glad don't you're have not that guy, it sounds like you're not that guy, and I'm proud of you for not being that guy. Yeah. No, it doesn't sound like you're that guy, but don't be that guy. Do you think that there were those guys like 50, 60 years ago who were like, oh, I don't even own a radio? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I see those wa- I see those wavy lines going through the air, and I'm like, no thanks. Keep mm, no on thanks. going. What is that? Does you that- can keep your little orphan Annie. I don't need it. Oh, that's the Gutenberg press? <laughs> no thanks. Handwritten for me. Yeah, I'll just let me get. I I got a lot of illuminating to do. I'll catch you guys next week. Hey, uh, you know what I do when I need a new TV? What's that? I talk about soap. Let's go to the money zone. Uh, first trip to the money zone is being paid for by Sean Andrich. Who's wishing wishing Carla Andrich a very, very happy birthday. Technically on Sunday, but we're celebrating it uh, today. Observed. Well, it's like a it's like a birthday time warp because when you listen to this, it will be Monday. But we are recording this on your birthday. So it's earnest. It's earnest birthday wishes, and I think you'll be able to feel that. Yeah, uh, so she's happy a, birthday. She's Damn. a dedicated MB MBAM listener and an all around awesome lady who's working on her second novel, loves their two awful cats, and is a quote. I don't want to say this, but <laughs> say it out I'll loud. say it. Hey, say and it she out. is a total tiger in the sack. All right. Okay. Uh, so now gosh. the internet knows that. Now I know that, more importantly. The internet can go fuck itself with a with a pylon. I don't care about the internet, but I care about me having to hear those, those words. Hey, I just want to wish her happy birthday and tell the word sh- world she rocks my socks. I know Griffin won't do songs for non-corporate entities, but maybe Justin will. Okay. Will Justin? Carla's so beautiful <laughs> to Sean. It's great. Can't you see? Yeah, something about being a tiger in the sack. She's a tiger in the sack. And now that's something Justin has to know. That's great. You are so beautiful to Sean. 
we really got to find a way to get you on Fox on all of the uh, all all the songs we do from now on. You've got you ever a hear beautiful, beautiful set of pipes. Yeah, it was amazing. It's uh yeah. Uh, thank you, <laughs> thank you very much. And also, uh, we of course want to take a moment to love our friends at Stack Soap. Uh, Stack Soap is you ever have those stupid slivers? As I call them, trademark, where you, you use the bar soap and it's down to a dumb little sliver that you have to throw away or slip on and die. Well, not anymore. Stack soap is a sto- soap that has a special divot in it that lets you slide the stupid sliver right into it. Um, and and so you never you never end up having to waste it. Um, if you pledge $10, you're going to get six bars of stack soap. Uh, and... Those those kids, you only have nine days to get on the, in on that deal, uh, and, and I think. And if you go now, you could possibly be the thousand, the one thousandth donor. Um, Can you believe that? It's amazing. Like you guys are incredible. Yeah, you guys are really actually crazy for soap, but I'm super happy that they they have. <laughs> Why you guys love soap so much? Well, yeah, it's dirty. Uh, but go to stacksoap.com, bid on some soap, get in on the ground floor of soap. Uh. Now, now, part of our ongoing engagement with Stack Soap is that Griffin has been working on a jingle for them. Griffin, how is that coming? Bad. People have been asking about it. Actively I'm, I'm on the west poorly. west coast, this. west coast, left coast this week. People have said, you know, John Drake, who works at a music video game company, can't say which one, but can't say which the one. The only one that hasn't shut down. Yeah, he works at Harmonix. Said. I can't wait. We're all losing our minds over here at video games. Everyone at video games can't wait for Griffin to drop this hit. And he knows and oh. he knows everybody. He knows Feist. He knows Ravi Shankar. He knows all the music biz. So this is mm-hmm. kind of your shot at the big time. And I think everyone's I think we've only got one more week with our friends at Saxo. So like you really gotta drop it on us. Oh, it's not ready. Okay. Okay. Next, but next week it next will be week right. it'll definitely definitely be ready. But this week I've been thinking more about like I got the I got the chorus down right. I got the put your soap in my soap right. Yeah, I got that part. But like the verses need something like I've been trying to think of soap goofs. It's hard to do, isn't it? Something uh, like it's pop a bubble, bubble bubble. Yeah, I don't want to pop it your bubble. Ain't no lie, and the lie would be L Y E. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not in there. There's no lie in the product. There's no lie in it. As far as I know, no. No, there's like glycerin or something. I could just Organic. do a cover of glycerin. God damn it. <laughs> so um, don't let your skin get dry. Don't let your skin get dry. Don't let your grandpa die by slipping on a silver of soap. There it is. That's ooh, you're getting really close. So. I want. Here's the thing: when you finally drop that, I want full production. I want layered vocals. Uh, I want. I want guitar effects. I'd like a drum track if I could. Okay, so you Can want you me to do get... the wah wah thing? I I love. You the want me to fully thing. garage band this shit? I just want you to garage band it. Yeah. I think everybody's ready. Uh, but anyway, that's stacksoap.com. Don't let uh, your grandpa die. Buy stacksoap. Don't soap. let your grandpa die. And don't let your grandpa die before he hears one of the 
fine programs on the Maximum Fun Network, one of which you're about to hear about right now. Hello there, my name's Graham Clark. And I'm Dave Shumka. And together we host a podcast called Stop Podcasting Yourself. This is a file that you download from the internet and then you listen to it in your pod. What's that about, you ask? Well, who are you to ask? Who do you think you are? Yeah, get lost, bozo. (laughs) We're a couple of stand-up comedians in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and every week we bring a guest on the show. Sometimes they're Canadian, sometimes they're not, sometimes they're a ghost. It's like you're sitting in on a friendly uh, afternoon chat. Plus, we're Canadian, so it, you get a tax break. <laughs> you can find us on iTunes or online at MaximumFun.org. Huh? Ooh, spell. One of my roommates has a tendency to be up super late talking to her boyfriend on Skype. It occurred to me... No, I'm sorry. That is Skype. I, it occurred to me recently that our router is in my room and I'm the only one in the house who is at all cognizant of the vagaries of home networking. Would I be like the biggest dick if I logged in and cut off her internet access for the night? Or is this totally justified at 3.30 in the goddamn morning when I just know that that bitch is going to give me a migraine? I The ladies are fired up this yeah. week, right? They are fired up. That's from vivaciously virulent for virtual vengeance in the Victoria. How do you I know this is it. a lady? Vivaciously, I think. Mm. Tipped yeah. me off. You know what? If if someone woke me up three o'clock in the goddamn morning talking on Skype, I would I would melt the router down to its essential components. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you forget about logging her off. I'm gonna log off the internet forever. No way. That don't that don't that that dog don't hunt. Not my home. Um, Sleep. You could uh, talk talk to her about it. Say, hey, okay. I'm trying to sleep. Could you please? Uh, you don't have to ruin this expensive piece of internet technology. It's pretty boring, though. It sounds like a well, boring additional yeah. additional details that were edited out for time is that she has talked to her, and that sometimes she goes and, and bangs on her roommate's door. Well, but those she points are... out that. So- but she points out that sometimes. It's late at night, and you're real comfy in your bed, and you don't want to get up. Just reach over, switch off the router. Those were salient details, Travis, and I would appreciate it if you wouldn't censor them out anymore. SOPA. When when I don't edit Sopa? things out, I get bitched at because the questions are three paragraphs long. Yeah, well. Yeah, but then you read them later. Like, what part of edited for time are you, are you unclear about? No, if you say them later. It, they got to hear it in my dulcet tones instead of yours. Right, you reworked the verbiage. It breaks it up uh, orally. Um, okay, well, then if you've already talked to her about it, then yeah. I guess Shh. violence is the only answer. Is that is that more entertaining? Shut it down. <laughs> Shut it down. Go full Gallagher. Wait, what? What? Full Gallagher fucking... You're saying sludgematic. No, I think he's saying get up and leave. No. What? <laughs> like you would at a Gallagher show. I'm there with you. <laughs> No, I'm saying, I hate these things. All the kids downloading all their pornography and, and Googles. Well, I've got a Google here, dot, dot, com. Now, Smash it. Is this, was that Scott Adams pretending to be Gallagher? Or what was going <laughs> on? Oh, that's Gallagher. How can you not tell that's Gallagher? It's clearly Gallagher. Do you want to hear my other Gallagher impression? Yeah, please. Is this Gallagher too? 
Oh, crikey. Wonderwall. <laughs> oh, Justin. <laughs> now do your Peter Gallagher impression. Oh, Jesus, fuck. Why are you sleeping? I smashed you with a hammer. That works on two <laughs> levels. <laughs> Seth Ryan. Hammer. We've been going on. <laughs> oh, O.C. This is the theme song to O.C. He was on the O.C. Sorry? Peter Gallagher? What about him? Uh, he played California Dad on the O.C. Oh, okay. he was Surf Lawyer. Yeah. Surf Dad. Turn it off. I Turn it off and in, in, in the morning just say, like, I guess we had a ping in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Guess, yeah. you had some, guess you had some latency. <laughs> So I, I guess you used up all the internet. Sounds like a hack attack to me. <laughs> Anonymous came in and just stole our router. Mm. Soapid. I guess you, I guess you got soapid. It happens. Mm. It happens. <laughs> Maybe get you politically did. active and stop the soaping. Mm. WikiLeaks. <laughs> you got WikiLeaked. Um, this Yahoo answer was sent in by question mark. Thank you, question mark. It's by Yahoo Answers user Tom, who asks... Does anybody else abstain from masturbation sexual intercourse before a job interview? And if not, how come? <laughs> I apply the same logic to job interviews as some sports teams do to important matches, and it has become a ritual of mine. Does anybody else abstain from masturbation sexual intercourse before a job interview? And if not, how come? I need to take these things one at a time. First off, are people really doing that during sports? Yeah. Oh, is that you know, like that's a, a huge thing for like boxers and, and football athletes is that you 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 don't you know you don't uh, mess around before a fight before a big game is that like Why? A, is that like a full-blown barbarian thing and like it makes them hungry yeah it's like you're like harnessing like your 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 primal energies oh fuck. yeah right gross. it is gross that's disgusting they also eat a what? bunch of fettuccine that's, a, so that's, a, that's just a carb up. That's coach, just a carb come, up. coach comes into the locker room, says, sorry, hey, everyone, quit jerking. Um, instead, let's go to the Olive Garden. Yeah. That's good. Get some free out. breadsticks. I'm going to substitute your jerking with some good, good pasta fagioli. <laughs> I don't think it, I don't think it, I don't think I would ever call any pasta I've eaten orgasmic. I'm saying that's not a very fair trade. But that is a risk. What if the breadsticks are too delicious? Okay, no. mm-hmm. like right. You know, you take a bite and you said, "This is splendor," and there's infinite of it. Whoops. Oops. What happened? Orgasm. I need a book to explain this to me. I'll I, open up "Chemicals Are Real" by Travis McCoy and figure out this orgasm situation. Oh, I just thought that was to kill the kill the sexual arousal. It's like you either. Think about baseball numbers or read <laughs> chemicals are real. This, uh, is this a real – uh, fuck, I wish I played sports so I knew if this is a real thing if coaches were like, I want you guys horny as hell. No, I, I don't guys, think – oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> I don't think a coach can, like, legally say that. When, I I, think, when you are out there on that gridiron, I want you grabbing at those guys. I just want you so desperate for any sort of touch. <laughs> I want you hungry for any sort of companionship or connection. I want you hungry for basketball points and some touch. (laughs) I want you to just crave human contact. Some kind of affection in this cold, cold world. Here's the deal I'm going to make with you guys. First guy to run in the end zone can jerk off right there. (laughs) No No problem. 
That was the original. No points till you jerk. No jerk until you point. <laughs> and point if you do up. a field goal, you can do like above, like through the clothes, rub down. That's it. Well, that's why fucking. That's why Brett Favre sent that sent all those ladies pictures of his member. Is because he was so sexually repressed for how long did he play football? I think like fifty three years. He wasn't yeah. allowed to jerk it for 53 years, and as soon as he got out of the game for the I, sixth time, that's why he kept quitting. He would quit football, be like, I'm done for real this time. Jerk, 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 jerk. Okay, guys, I'm back for more football. And then when he was finally done, so for real, he was like, ah, i got to send a picture of my dick to everyone. And he just immediately <laughs> lost, like, 20 pounds. Yeah. He I've wasted, he meant to I've wasted send, so much time. He meant to send it, uh... <laughs> He meant to send the picture of his wiener to his team to, as if to say, look how good I'm going to be at football. <laughs> this is how red I am for football this time. Oh, Jesus. This has been a real sports-heavy show. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I love that this, the gentleman who has asked this question feels the need to say, like, does anyone not do this? If so, why not? Yeah. Like, because they're not fucking crazy, There's dog. a billion reasons why not. Well, let's, let's, let's get back to the original query, which was not sports-related. But for a job interview. <laughs> I really want this job so bad. So bad. That's, that, that's what you need, especially if you have a job interview with a, with a member of the opposite sex or the same sex, if that's your, if that's your bag, that you find devastatingly attractive. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what you need is the distraction of your, your sexual organs telling you it's time to procreate. Yeah, that's, that's what happened help to Dilbert. <laughs> He had his interview with Triangle Boss, and he was like, ugh, want to have that. <laughs> boy, boy, boy. He's actually always interviewing for a job to leave the crappy job he's at. Mm-hmm. So he uh, so he always has a tie boner. I've, I've interviewed for a lot of jobs, and I've interviewed a lot of people for jobs. No job interview is that important. No. Not, not, no job interview is worth putting your sexual tiger in a cage. What skills are you trying to, like, improve upon? Like, if I don't jerk it before this, I'll be better with eye contact. Like, what What are you bringing it, to this job interview? Employers can sense. Besides s- your boner. Employers can sense willpower. So I think that's right. more what it's like. Instead of prolonging the boner magic, I think it's more about, uh, more about oh, so you, you didn't jerk it today? I like the cut of your jib. Mm, I'm impressed. Yeah. So, like, you're, you're envisioning a scenario where, like, the dude has left the interview and the boss was like, well, he's got a solid resume, but I just got the impression that he jerked it before he came here. So yeah. <laughs> where's the dedication? Oh, you can, I, can you not tell? <laughs> I can tell. Everyone, I thought everyone could tell. Well, I mean, I guess if I had like 30 years experience in a, in a job industry, you know, like in a, in, a, in a field and I was interviewing someone, I could probably be like, oh, that's a young man who jerked it today. Yeah. We don't need him here at, at Sears Roebuck. I, though I, that's where people get jobs, right? Uh, though I don't, I don't subscribe to this. I have heard of needing to pee, like drinking a lot, and then needing to pee when you go into a job interview or perhaps oh, a yeah, you use theater it. audition. You use that energy, and biologically speaking, that's basically the same thing. It's, yeah, well, that's I, an old actor trick. You got pee, you use it. Several problems I have with the things you just said. Okay, you're saying that. Name you're one. Saying, uh, well, f- for one, you're saying that making pee and the beautiful magic of the human mm-hmm. orgasm is the same thing? Yeah, yeah. It's like sneezing. Sneezing, yeah. having to pee, orgasm, they're all basically then, the same uh, thing. It's your body getting evil out of you. Yeah. One is he, that's why that's you why do I, it in the dark by yourself when you cry. That's what I believe, Griffin, and I have a right to believe that. 
second problem. If you're in a job uh-huh. interview and you use that energy and you piss your pants in front of another man or woman, <laughs> you don't get that job. I'm sorry you don't get that job. Uh, unless you pee your pants. There's say, no way a sentence that starts with unless you <laughs> Oh, no, you, you can totally p- use it. You look at the boss no. and say, I am so committed to this to this business that I will literally pee my pants right now if mm-hmm. that's what will get me the job. And then you do will, it before he can answer. I will pee my pants for this auto zone. <laughs> you pee your pants and you say, if peeing pants is cool, I'm Miles Davis. And then say, get it? Like in Billy Madison? And then just stare at him. Until you have a, until you have a. Now that only works if you're interviewing for like Adam Sandler. Yeah, if you're interviewing for Adam Sandler, he's really gonna appreciate that deep. The real problem is if you hold in pee and you don't jerk it, and then you pee in front of your boss and you get a pee boner. (laughs) Oh no! Oh no! (laughs) That was the grossest sentence I've ever said out loud. (laughs) Yeah, I want to not do this show anymore. Can we work that out? I'm gonna throw out one thing though that worries me more than this young man's uh, philosophy on on how to prepare for a job interview. I believe that in this world, there's always a balance. And for like every vegetarian, you know, there's someone who just eats meat Mm -hmm. and something like that. There is someone out there who's like, oh no, before an interview, I just jerk it till I'm like fall down exhausted. (laughs) Right. Like I just nonstop jerk it for like three days getting ready for any job interview or sporting event or anything. Bill, you just know like I can't stand it anymore. I like my hand and my genitals to look like I just dropped an iron on them. <laughs> like, just reddened and scalding and peeling Bill, away. You look, uh, you look pretty weary. Are you sure you're ready for this? This big game and or job interview? <laughs> I've never been readier, sir. Sir. I like the I'm cut so of that sorry. young man's jam. It looks like he just furiously masturbated for 72 hours. He's Straight. committed to this auto zone. Tantric. So that's our... um. That's our dumb show about pee boners, I guess, is what Griffin has made it about now. That's the only thing anybody's going to talk about. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we're here every Monday morning, morning, afternoon, you know, Mondays, Yeah. Um, usually. Uh, you can find us at mbmbam.com, at mbmbam on Twitter. Uh, we're on Facebook. Just search for My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Speaking of Twitter... Uh, keep an eye on uh, like Jesse's uh, Twitter account and our Twitter account, and I'm sure everybody who's associated with Max Fun. We got a new Max Fun show coming up, uh, I believe, this week. Uh, we're really excited about it. Uh, you're gonna love it. So just kind of keep your eyes glued to the Twitter. Yeah, keep it keep it locked. Um, th- and and thanks to everyone who is uh, tweeting about the show. Uh, Kaylee Buckler. Um, Nano Boy, Strack Films, Seth Macy, Johnny Wags, Girardi C. Griffin, uh, Hello Joe Ben, Mr. Eduardo, Twitter Run, Funny Sorison, everybody. DCBY11, Jake Fark, Bake R, everybody. Ashley Love Martin. We really appreciate it. And um, and if you tweet about the show with the NBA hashtag, make sure you throw a link in. Even if it's to our sampler, that's bit.ly forward slash it's bam. Um, and I've seen or, a lot of those this week, so thank you guys so thank much. Thank you. Yeah, much thank obliged. You thank you. We don't advertise or anything like that, so telling telling friends is the only way we can evangelize. So you doing that for us, it, it means a whole, whole lot. Uh, I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Um, are they touring? I, see, I keep seeing tweets of his, and he's in different places, and I think they might be touring. 
well, he was doing some shows with our dear friend John Hodgman. Mm-hmm. They were they were in Tucson and I think maybe L.A. at the Largo. Yeah. Is it possible he's just a rambling man? Yeah, I think that he has the look of a, a rambler. Yeah. yeah. So He's just a rambling man. Uh, go see him if you have the opportunity. I haven't yet, but I, I bet their shows are great. Oh, 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 one more thing before I forget. Email us your qu- questions. If you got something going on in your life, you need help, mbmbam at maximumfun.org. And if you want us to wish someone a special time or wish your business some more business, go to uh, maximumfun.org forward slash jumbotron. Okay. This final Yahoo was sent in by Lisa Holofield. Thank you, Lisa. It's by Yahoo Answers user Spencer who asks, Who's a bigger star? Alpha Tony Danza. <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm, I'm Griffin McElroy. My brother, my brother, and me, kiss your dad. Square on the lips. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks, these girls are smart. Play your part.